the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Good to have you along on a Tuesday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. Continuing what I was uh, detailing about the Navy SEALs. I've heard stories from friends of mine who have sons in the military that this consequence of refusing to take the vaccine is real. It's being referred to me as psychological warfare. Uh, I'm very cognizant when I have this platform not to put anyone in a more difficult position than they're already in. So I promise you, unless you rescind it, anonymity and protection from being identified about problems you're experiencing. So if you have stories uh, that you want to help shape public opinion on these matters, you can email them to me, Bruce at 989theanswer.com. I will not disclose who you are, where you are, what branch, or anything like that. But uh, the young man that I know of specifically uh, is in a branch of the service. He's serving domestically. He wanted additional time. They were given one day, one day, to make up their mind on whether they'd get vaccinated or not. He asked for additional time. No. Now, they dangled the threat of a dishonorable discharge. I think the Biden administration knows it can't get away with that. The hue and cry nationally, dishonorably discharging people just because they won't take a vaccine. That will not fly. And I think we all know the Joe Biden administration doesn't need another unflattering headline. Are there any flattering headlines with the Biden administration? Let's see. We have inflation out of control. We botched Afghanistan. We have completely uh, made a mess of the southern border. Everything. Spending? Can't even get his own party on board with his human infrastructure bill? Yeah, it's a disaster. So he doesn't need to go look for the grief that he would certainly take from dishonorably discharging American service personnel for not taking the vaccine. But what has not come out, because the people who are in, look, it's by definition an all-volunteer force. They want to be in. They want to stay in. They want to serve. His vaccine mandate is making that more difficult, is making that problematic. So they don't just want to kick him out, although I do believe it is a very useful tool for the Biden administration to identify those who will not bend the knee to the new way they'd like to do business in the military. You know, with transgender soldiers and Pregnant women soldiers on the front line. Oh, yes, we're kinder, we're gentler. Uh, We're also bound to be defeated if that becomes 
our primary fighting force. So what I've been told about those who do not acquiesce immediately on vaccines in the military is that they'll do what they're very good at. They're very good at psychological warfare. That's what everybody is subjected to when you go into the service. Not in a nefarious way, but in a team-building way. They're very good at breaking you down, putting heat on you, taking away your individuality and building a team, a unit, loyalty to your fellow soldiers. The problem becomes when something gets into the middle of that and it divides what was a previously unified group. And that dividing factor right now is, this is vaccines. Sarah. Sarah tried to save money by ordering a do. I don't know where Sarah came from. I apologize for that. <laughs> so these are the kinds of things that cause issues and military leaders don't like individual thought. They try to divorce that from the military. A unit can't be successful if that persists. You can't be in the middle of a battlefield and have an individual concern. But can you be an effective Navy SEAL and not be vaccinated? Yeah, I don't think that's a hard allowance to make, particularly if the person hasn't had COVID or has had it and has recovered. I mean, once a person gets COVID, you can take them out of the rotation until they recover from COVID, assuming that they do. But we're just going to throw away a large number of Navy SEALs, it appears, over the fact that they won't get vaccinated. And what do we have invested in those SEALs? The estimate is up to a half a million dollars in training for each one. Well, then I guess uh, that's a minimal loss when you consider that we had billions of dollars in high-grade military equipment in Afghanistan, and we just opened up the biggest free military surplus store in the history of the world. Maybe a half a million dollars per SEAL is seen as cost of doing business for getting everybody on board with Joe Biden's and Mark Milley's and Lloyd Austin's desire to find out who's really with us and who's not with us. The danger of this, of course, is that we actually might need the SEALs to do something. How much of the heavy lifting did they do in the Middle East when we were interested in being in the Middle East and we had defined our mission in the Middle East and we were carrying it out? They did a lot of the heavy lifting. So I don't think our national security is in a great place. Not just because we've established Afghanistan as an open for business terrorist launching pad, but because we're taking a big chunk of our most elite soldiers. You can't just go out. This is not like finding somebody to sling hamburgers at the local steak and shake. Oh, by the way, hey, we have an opening over in SEALs. Would you like to come over? No, it doesn't work that way. What's the dropout rate in SEAL training? Pretty high. Pretty elite person who can weather that and become a Navy SEAL. So why would you be surprised, though? They can't come up with any kind of coherent policy on the border. They can't come up with any kind of coherent military strategy in Afghanistan, any kind of coherent monetary policy, domestic policy. How long will they be in office before they ever get anything right? I guess we'll keep waiting. Keeps us interested. 
Now, speaking of continually being wrong, do you remember when the riots were happening all over the country and Chris Cuomo of CNN said, show me where the it says that the protests have to be peaceful? Um, Chris, here's the U.S. Constitution. The right to peacefully protest is right in there. Kind of a big deal. Okay. Well, now, now... It falls upon Chris Cuomo, not a constitutional expert, to listen to the ramblings of Don Lemon, who precedes Cuomo on CNN every night. Don Lemon, and this, I predicted this, quietly I predicted this, I wondered in the midst of the reports of the 22-year-old girl Gabby Petito being reported missing, and then we'll find out today uh, how she died, if in fact those are her remains that were found in Grand Teton National Park in Wyoming. I wondered how long it would take for someone to say that the fascination over a 22-year-old woman going on a cross-country trek with her boyfriend and putting it on YouTube how long the obsession with that in the national media would go on before it was labeled racist. Well, Joy Reid, you can always count on Joy Reid to pound the racist pulpit, uh, went there last night, and Don Lemon went there too. But Don Lemon went there in his own... I mean, Joy Reid is a racist. Don Lemon is a racist, but he's also... Well, you're by definition ignorant if you're a racist. But he's also... (laughs) He's also incredibly ignorant on the topic of what I think is pretty self-evident to everyone in America is a basic constitutional right. Listen to this. It sounds like there's something wrong. We don't like the family. No, they have a lawyer who has said to them, the police are trying to make a case. If they talk to you, they can use whatever you say against you. Yeah. And against Brian, even if you didn't mean it that way, don't do it. Most yeah. defense attorneys would give that advice. Yes, I don't disagree with that. But to, to have to be able to have an attorney and do that, and you ask any you ask any person of color, you ask a black man who's the, if they have that sort of privilege. Ask a poor it's white not person. A privilege. No, it's a on. right. I know okay. that. I know, but most people don't know that. They're not treated that way by law enforcement. Even if you think that, you know, cops are the good guys, yeah, many times they are. But many times they aren't, especially when it comes to people of color and poor people in the society who don't have the means to be able to stand behind a lawyer and not and not go to speak. Do you think, like, someone who, you know, a Don Lemon, if I wasn't who I am, they'd be like, they'd be like, hey, Get your butt in here. What do you know about the disappearance of such and such? Why won't you talk? Oh, do you need a lawyer because you're guilty? All of that would go down. Yeah, they do Uh, that to black people, white people. They do that to a lot of people. That's what I said. This is about black people and poor people, meaning because all people are poor. They're all, I mean, not all people, but there are people of all different ethnicities who are poor. And they don't have the privilege of being able to afford an attorney who will tell them that they can't go in. Uh, Yeah, they do. Don Lemon apparently has never watched. Oh, let me see. Let's tick off. Is the, is the police drama a staple on free television? 
Has he ever watched, I don't know, Adam-12, Dragnet, Beretta, Mannix, <laughs> Magnum P.I., uh, Law & Order, SVU, Cops, Miami Vice? Like, is this not a widely known, particularly among those who are often arrested, is this not a widely known constitutional right that you have Miranda rights. The Miranda rights stem from a case involving a person named Miranda, which went before the Supreme Court, which said, what? You have the right to an attorney. If you cannot afford an attorney, an attorney will be provided for you. You have the right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be used against you in a court of law. And then the police are required to say, do you understand each of these rights as they have been explained to you? And criminals the world over, suspects the world over, those arrested unjustly the world over, 99% of the time say, yes, I do understand these rights. Don Lemon is the 1% who does not understand those rights. And he is smarter than you bringing you the news through his leftist prism every night on CNN. Uh, my favorite daytime TV show is the Peter Ducey Jen Psaki comedy team. Uh, Ducey plays straight man. He asks the questions for Fox News about the Biden administration, and Psaki gives the comedic answers. Oh, she's she's uh, quite deadpan. She doesn't mean to be funny, but she often is. Uh, here's the latest episode. Question about what's going on at the border. Is somebody asking the foreign nationals who are walking into Del Rio, Texas, and setting up camps on this side of the border? for proof of vaccination or a negative COVID test? Well, first of all, I can re- re- I can readdress for you or re- hamina, hamina. re-talk you through what that steps the, we that take. That is the policy for people who fly into the country. So if somebody walks into the country right across <laughs> the river, does somebody ask them to see their vaccination card? Well, let me explain to you again, Peter, how our process works. As individuals, or as individuals come across the border, uh, and uh, they are uh, both assessed for whether they have uh, any uh. symptoms. If they have symptoms, they are the intention is for them to be quarantined. That is our process. They're not intending to stay here for a lengthy period of time. Mm. I don't think it's What's the same here? thing. The it's difference? not the same thing. These are individuals, as we've noted and as we've been discussed, we are expelling individuals based on Title 42 specifically because of COVID. Where's the vice president on any of this? Isn't she supposed to be addressing the root causes of migration? Absolutely, and she has been addressing the root causes of migration by working with countries in the region to ensure they have the assistance they need to reduce the number of people who are coming uh, and trying to make those journeys across the border. We've actually seen some reductions in some of those numbers. That doesn't change the fact that this is a very challenging situation in Del Rio. We're working to implement our policies, and we're working to uh, ensure we are also addressing root causes. Yeah. Did you hear uh, Hugh Hewitt this morning with Doug Ducey, the governor of Arizona? Uh, Hugh asked him. How many times has Vice President Harris called you about the border situation in Arizona? Zero. Zero. He's not, she's not called Greg Abbott either, the governor of Texas. Uh, where was Kamala Saturday? Was she in Del Rio, Texas? 
where 10,000 Haitian migrants were gathered under the International Bridge. No, she was not there. Uh, was she in El Paso? Remember when she actually went to the border after she said, we've been to the border? She hadn't been to the border. She told Lester Holt, ah, we've been to the border. No, actually, you haven't been to the border, Lester Holt said. Okay, well, I'll go to the border. So she went to El Paso, which is not at all where the problem was. Where was she Saturday? Was she in Guatemala working on the uh, genesis of the migration? Was she in Honduras, Mexico? Uh, she was at the coin toss of the Howard Hampton college football game. Howard versus Hampton. Boy, she's on it. She is on it. Now, as for those Haitian immigrants, um, I know you'll be shocked to know that Ilhan Omar, American-hating congresswoman from Minnesota, uh, thinks that uh, we have done them wrong and that we must let them into our country to tweet. I've also heard people say Haitians, might, many of the Haitians who are at our border might not have actual grounds to seek asylum. These are people who have experienced a natural disaster, um, which allows for people who experience that to seek asylum. They've also experienced uh, political violence, um, political upheaval. They have experienced a crisis after crisis. Uh, we have also contributed to that. Generations um, of Haitians have experienced American policy that has contributed to their starvation, to the criminalization that they are dealing with, and to the inhumane policies that continue um, to destroy the lives of Haitians. So not only do we owe Haitians the, uh, the, the right thing of allowing them um, to, to seek asylum here, but we also owe them uh, the, the kind of policies that would allow for them to dictate the ways in which they want to run their country. Mm, there's nothing like a little Ilhan Omar word salad for a late lunch. Yes, Haiti has been gripped, as she says, by crisis after crisis. Uh, we have contributed, American policy has contributed to that. I thought earthquakes had contributed to that. Floods, hurricanes, typhoons. We are to blame for all that, I guess. Hmm. Maybe we should help Haiti. Maybe we should. Maybe we should offer some assistance to Haiti. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Here I am on a website. Whitehouse.gov. Fact sheet, colon, U.S. assistance to Haiti. This is the official website of the Biden administration. Haiti is a partner of the United States, and we have continually sought to provide support for Haiti's safety, security, and development. In January 2021, the Biden-Harris administration announced $75.5 million in bilateral development and health assistance for a wide range of issues in Haiti. We've delivered a half a million doses of the Moderna vaccine. Sorry about that. Uh, since the 2010 earthquake, the United States, I'm still reading from the WhiteHouse.gov website, the United States has made available over $5.1 billion for assistance to Haiti to support life-saving post-disaster relief, as well as longer-term recovery, reconstruction, and development programs. So then I thought, well, is that all we've done? I mean, $5.1 billion? Is that all? No, it is not all we've done. Because I thought, you know, I know our church sends people to Haiti. I bet other churches, one or two or 200,000, send people to Haiti. U.S. aid to Haiti since the earthquake in 2010 
between 2010 and this next earthquake, $14 billion. $14 billion. And this empty-headed, American-hating immigrant to the U.S. elected to our House of Representatives has the temerity to go on television and say, on a national cable program with no pushback, none, zero, that we are the cause of Haiti's problems and that we don't help the Haitian people. She says it unchallenged. She says it to create a narrative that other people, stupid people like Don Lemon, will further and buy and appropriate and repeat And we get a generation of young Americans exposed to this in high schools and colleges and universities and on most of our major media outlets. And we've given billions just in dollars, not to mention the number of people from America who've gone down to fix that. What's the, what's the Russian aid number? What's the China aid number? That'd be zero. That's what that would be. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.